Hey, get ready to kick back on the beach with CheapCaribbean.com. Cheap Caribbean has been providing next-level, all-inclusive vacays to the Caribbean, Mexico, and Central America for over 21 years. They know what they're doing, y'all, and that's why they've been featured in publications like People, Forbes, Cosmo, and more. Beach and vacation packages at a great value, which means more bang for your beach vacay bucks. Say yes and to everything from <laughs> snorkeling and margarita flights to DJ parties and bottomless nachos. You guys can book your whole beach vacation in one place. Flights, resort, transfers, and excursions are all taken care oh, of. It's so easy. Yeah. I love when people take care of things for me. Me too. Get more food, more drinks, and more fun for less money and book your next all-inclusive vacation at CheapCaribbean.com. That is CheapCaribbean.com. This is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges, 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 and challenges. Welcome to another episode of Love, War, Challenges. I am Mr. Wednesday Night, MTV Malik. She is Becky at Giftmaster Bex. And of course, we are joined by the one, the only, the stan, the man, the myth, the legend, Antonio, a.k.a. the... Bananas Defender. What's really good, guys? What's popping with y'all? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm chilling. Same old, same old. It looks like our chat is down, so if anybody's trying to get a hold of us, doesn't look like that's going to happen this episode. But, yo, what's good with y'all? How y'all hanging? You know, I haven't had a very good. good week at all. Got a fresh cut yesterday, graduating tomorrow. So, it's a fun Congratulations. week Congratulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, at least you had a good week. Oh, what's going on with you, Becky? My dog, he's not feeling so well, and I'm worried every single time he makes a noise that he's going to have another seizure, but he's going to be okay. I've got him on medications, so if you see me running away, it's because I hear a weird noise, and I'm scared there's something wrong with my dog. Aww. No doubt. So sorry to hear that. A couple of things I wanted to jump into before we get into the episode. Uh, first off, one, I recently had a death in the family. Big shout out to the Twitter community. Uh, you guys really made me feel... Um, a whole lot better. Thank you guys so much. I, I know it seems silly to put that kind of stuff on, in, on the internet. I don't put that much personal stuff out there either. So to get that kind of love back, to get that kind of feedback, it meant the absolute most to me. Thank you all. Appreciate you all. Love you all. Second thing I want to talk about is uh, our audio quality from last episode. It was really, really down. There was a lot of lag. We took a lot of steps this week to try to combat that. So hopefully we're going to have much better, much better uh, episode this week. Third thing, are you guys ready to get into this? Hell I yeah, am bro. so juice. It's so a great juice. episode. Double no elimination, doubt. you know, I'm ready for it. Missing Tyler, because yes. this is a big episode that he's missing. <laughs> ah. 
Tyler wasn't able to make it this week, but I know he misses you guys. He's going to make it as soon as possible. We love this you, Tyler. Been the, this has been the one week where I probably would have really loved his power rankings because he had no choice to have a great number one and a good number two. What makes you say that? Because this whole episode was basically Bananas and West. They were the mastermind this episode. Between West the would daily. be number one, in I my mean, opinion. Yes, I know West would be one, but Bananas has a good argument for one as well. And it's just, it would have been a good debate to see who's one and two. So that's why like, I'm kind of upset he's not here because I was looking forward to that. But you know what, Tyler? Maybe next week or two weeks when the males get back, we'll see what happens. All right. First thing I want to talk about is our sponsor for tonight's episode. Our sponsor for tonight's episode is going to be Jack motherfucking Danny's. <laughs> We're going to be getting it in tonight. I spilled a whole bottle of the shit setting up. So uh, one second. Well, that sucks. That your your room is gonna smell very interesting. I am sponsored <laughs> by Bud Light and a Corona Koozie. <laughs> I don't have a Bud Light and a Corona what? Koozie. That's just wrong on so many levels. Why are you drinking a Bud Light? Period. Like that's like the weakest beer. So ever. I wanted water, but I didn't want I didn't want to get actual water. So I'm having this. You can't get a Coors Light like like a regular man. No, Coors Light sucks. If I'm like Coors Light better drinking, than Bud Light. No, my favorite beer is Heineken. That's my beer. Uh, okay, uh, whatever. Let's go ahead and jump into the eighth episode of the challenge, season 35, Total Madness. You guys ready to get it in? Let's do yes, it. Yes, sir. All get right. Done. So, the cast returns, and after seven seasons, only four people holding the Red Skull. That certainly isn't a lot. It's looking like throwing in Jade time after time is actually working against them, just like almost everybody else predicted. The Holy Trinity is bouncing off the walls. They are super happy Jenna got a win, and they are hoping to get there soon. Starting off, what do you guys think is the Holy Trinity's chance to go ahead and get a Red Skull now that Jenny has one? Uh, Becky, start it off. I mean, I honestly don't think that it's very high. Jenna's in her own league. When it comes down to it, I don't have real high hopes for the other two in elimination, depending on what girls they go against. I mean, anything's possible when you believe, but you know, you never know. I don't give them high hopes. And Antonio? Personally, I think Jenna is the best out of the three, so I am not shocked she got her red school first. But because you have to win an elimination to get to the final, I do think both Nani and Kayla are going to wait it out because that's who they are. And I have a feeling it'll be them two going up against each other and one of them winning. And that's how one of them will get their red skull. And so Jenna has a friend in the, when it comes to the final stages. Okay. A, another big thing that's going on is everybody is starting to identify that Jordan lost his number one. He lost his pride and joy. And that he's actually kind of vulnerable right now. What do you guys think is, do you guys think that getting Jordan out is priority number one? Antonio. Yes. He's a big threat when it comes to the final because, you know, he's great at it. And he just doesn't get along with anyone. He already he already put a big target on his back when Tori was in the house. So why not like just continue with it? He, he lost his one and only. Besides Tori, he had no other number. So he's an easy target. All the, all the, if I'm a guy, I do not want to go up against him in the final. So if you see, if you see the shot, you got to take it. All right. And Becky? I agree. Um, honestly, I see him checked out 
Like he's down, he's out. This is the best time to get him out when his morale is the lowest of basically kicking a, a down dog at this point. Uh, I think that they don't want to go any, nobody wants to go against him in this final. He's proven time and time again that he is great at them. So might as well get him out now while you guys have the best chance. Jordan is absolutely public enemy number one. At this point in the game, if Jordan, if Jordan makes a final, the chances of him winning is high. Almost just like Johnny Bananas. If Johnny Bananas makes a final, he'd probably lose. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Getting Jordan out is 100% should be on top of everybody's radar. Even, even if you kind of like him or if you're not working directly with him, having him in the final is automatically going to be against you. It's not going to work out in your favor at all. Is there anybody who you feel is in, still in the game right now that can beat Jordan in the final? Johnny. Johnny. I can see him coming to a close, if not beating him. Uh, Wes. I can actually see Wes beating him in a final. If you're looking at the new people, I kind of see Fessy as really an up and comer. And I think he might. He's also very attractive. I like him. But anyway, and this was I think I've even said this prior to seeing this episode. I think Fessy is a great addition. I think he has the athletics and the intelligence to really be able to become a main player in this game. So I honestly think that the next one that would be able to beat him would be Fessy. I wouldn't be surprised. Antonio, what are your thoughts? And shockingly, the three names I was going to name, Becky said them, uh, Bananas, Wes, and Fessy. I think Bananas' record just shows for it. I mean, if you're, if you're six and eight, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know right now. So, so no, no Nelson, no Corey, no chance at beating. So uh, I, I, no do, I don't give Corey any chance, but... Nelson, if the final is just all of his strengths, which involves no puzzles or him reading anything, he might have a chance. If it's just I mean, physical. That's Corey too. But, nah, but uh, see, Corey, he, he, I just think he's not as checked into the game as Nelson is. I think Corey has a lot going on outside the game, and he's been away from the game mentally a lot longer than Nelson has. So, because I, I, I just think when I see Nelson, I think Nelson as a an idiot, number one, obviously. <laughs> but second, a competitor. When I look at Corey, I just picture Teen Mom. I just... It's true, though. Like, I, I don't Your see Corey as a, as a challenge threat as Nelson is. That's just the truth. I don't think either of them have a chance. They're not smart enough. They don't have the intelligence. And honestly, Corey has proven again and again that his muscles are really just for show. He, he hasn't really won a lot with all that muscle. Oh, no. I don't think Nelson could be... Jordan, I'm just saying out of the two, out of Nelson and Corey, I give Nelson the better chance than Corey. But yeah, this male cash right now, it's top heavy, but there's a lot of mid-level players compared to the females where it's like top heavy. You have like, it's not top heavy at all. It's like one or two dominant females, three or four mid-card females, and the rest, they just fall the bottom of the line. <coughs> all right. Let's talk about the daily. Today's daily is going to be called decontamination. Challenger's got to run into a room full of some type of uh, poisonous foam, probably just some regular ass foam. And they have to go through it, go to the back. There's a window, flashing lights. They got to reinterpret 
and they got to build a puzzle based on the lights that they saw. Kind of reminds me of the uh, that elimination we saw in the final of Cutthroat, where you know you got the cities, you got to stack them up on top. So the challenge is bringing some more you know classic stuff back, presenting it to us nowadays. TJ announces to us that there's not enough people with red skulls to run his final. Today is going to be a double elimination. And your guys' opinion, is this the right time to run a double elimination? Antonio. Yeah, I mean, if you look at every male elimination prior to this one, this is the first one where Jay is not going to be in it. So that's basically, we only had four males going into the elimination so far. I think, and we look at the females, there's three females with red skulls and there's one male with one red skull. So give two people, now you're even and you can move on. It's, I think it's perfect timing for it. Uh, I think it needs to happen. I think with everything that's been happening and the fact that nobody really seems to be stepping up to the plate to take these red skulls that they're kind of forcing their hands. Okay, you don't want to go. We're going to make two of you go home at this point. So I think this is a perfect time. It's getting down to the wire. They need to start picking people off. Absolutely. Right now is the best time to start running double eliminations. Not nearly enough people. Eight episodes in, there's not enough rest skulls to go around. The strategy they had in the beginning of throwing Jay or whoever had a rest skull over and over and over again was just dumb. I think the strategy that they missed out on is make sure the people who you want have the opportunity to get a rest skull. And in the beginning, you had a lot more options to pick. As you get deeper in the game, those options start to go away. Now you're seeing guys like Fessy and say what you want about Nelson. Nelson is a elimination beast. Do not sleep on that kid. Today was definitely the right day to see a double elimination. I don't think we should be surprised if we will see another one next week for the females. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see one or two more of these to, to get more people with a red skull. Because the more people with a red skull, that's even more targets. But let's go ahead I and talk about... I can't believe... Huh? Go ahead. Sorry. I just can't believe we're only eight episodes in. Like, when I was... Honestly, I could have sworn it was like four or five because like this season is just taking a, like, a while to get through. Maybe because the last two weeks were like long episodes, I guess. But like, I can't believe it's episode eight. No doubt. Uh, for anybody there interested, just to let you know, our chat is working in Facebook and YouTube. Uh, I only got but so much I could really be on. So I'm going to be on the Facebook chat. If one of you guys want to take over the YouTube chat, that'd be cool. I'm just not able to see it on my screen as easy as it was last time. So these things happen. Before we go in, uh, let's go ahead and talk about our uh, our sponsor. We're sponsored by Manscaped. Make sure you use the right tools for your family jewels. I know you guys are out there. Some of you guys are hairy as shit. So the lawnmower 3.0 has a skin safe technology. You go ahead and rub them right across. It's going to be good to go. Turn those two uh two fuzzy little bean bags into uh some nice hard boiled eggs. Make sure you use the right tools for your family jewels. Use code LWC and you would get 20% off and free shipping off the lawnmower 3.0. That's at manscaped.com. Make sure you use code LWC at manscaped.com. That's going to be 20% off and free shipping. I got the YouTube up by the way. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, shave your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Make them smooth and shiny. Absolutely. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? 
Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek, Derek Kaczynski. So this is Polly, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Back to the elimination now. What were your guys' favorite part in this whole elimination? And you cannot say Johnny Bananas getting the reflection over something else far in the back. I think that that was just shows how long Bananas has been doing this and how well he's been doing this. If that's not your favorite part, what else was your favorite part, Antonio? Well, you mean the challenge, not the elimination. You're messing up on live. Come on, you can be doing this. Daily. But, uh, listen, listen, but, listen, listen. I don't know if I told you about my uh, sponsor earlier today. There's going to be some mess ups. You're going to have to live with that shit, B. That ass. All right. Well, whatever. All right. So I was say, I'm sponsored question. by Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> back to the question. I think um, seeing Bananas, the way he competed today, really solidifies why he's the GOAT. He's a well-seasoned vet, and you really only expect that from a player like him. You don't really expect a rookie to look to the corner of the side to see what colors are showing up. That's not common. He said you couldn't choose that one. He'll be listening to me. He thinks just no, because I'm, I'm just going off it. Like right. Nobody wants to hear all that mess. Uh, fine. Okay. Stop <laughs> sucking duck. Stop uh, sucking his okay. dick. The best part was Nelson getting lost, almost dying, thinking he had the right strategy, but meanwhile, he didn't. Um, <laughs> okay, and I so you're ridiculous. You're seriously mixing a drink right now. But anyway, uh, I actually got to give it to Wes. Uh, seeing him go at this alone and basically hearing everybody else trying to group up and team up together to try and beat him and well, win this whole overall daily, he did it all by himself. And I got to give it to Wes. Great memory. And by the way, this actually reminds me more of the True Colors Challenge from Rivals 2. When Kara and Cook won this uh, daily uh, to get into the final for Rivals 2. The thing with Wes, I think he had the best strategies to go by himself. The people that were on a team and did it together... They like fucked up. They didn't do as good as anyone else. Because we do as a team, we need everyone to play their part. If one person fucks up, you won't know who fucked up. So you're all going back. And that's why I think Wes going by himself was a pretty good strategy. So you, I don't think you should give him extra credit for doing the right thing. Oh, and Gabe wants me to let you know. Uh, did you bring enough alcohol for the class? He feels Fuck you need class. to start sharing. Oh, shit, shit. Get your own damn bottle. Now, during this elimination, the Holy Trinity decided to team up with Anissa and try to keep Bear safe to keep him out of a elimination. I'm thinking, like we said before, going into an elimination as early as possible is a good thing. Bear seems to be avoiding it. Besides Kayla being happy with her newfound in-house dick appointment, are there any upsides to saving Bear? I mean, is this even a good choice for the Holy Trinity? What do you guys make of that whole thing? Becky. I think he's the stupidest one to save. Like he doesn't really contribute to this. Like he's not, he doesn't win dailies. He's not that strong of a competitor overall. I mean, he's kind of a mid card, if anything. You can the save only Corey reason... Nelson. Corey Nelson. 
It will help you out so much more in the long run than a bear would. Corey, not Nelson with his foot in Nelson is an elimination beast. He can take out competitors. Nelson, if used correctly, can be worth saving. But, but the situation with the happened with Kayla and the fact that he did attack her, there ain't no way Kayla is going to she let that arm slide. She don't arm shit at all. No. So she, so honestly, it would have to be Nani and Jenna, and they're not going to go against Kayla. So at the end of the day, the only other, there is no reason to save Bear. He is useless. The only reason he's even there is because he's comedic relief. I don't see him being this big, fantastic competitor. He's just there to make everybody laugh and to be stupid on TV. Bear is the layup this season for the males. He he can be used as a shield and as a target numerous times. He's an easy guy to send in because you know he won't come back. Like you're also, forgetting about Josh. No, I take Josh over Bear any day. Josh is Josh is a big guy. If you if if you put Bear and Josh in any elimination, I think. If it's physical, Josh is going to win. If it's a puzzle, I think Josh is going to win. So I think Josh is more of a threat compared to Bear, even though Bear does have a good track record because he beat Wes. But Bear can be a layup because he doesn't really provide much. He can be a shield for you. You can you, when you're being a, when you're nominated, you can say, "Don't put me in, put Bear in," because that's an easy win for you. Or if you put him in, and if he wins, he won't come after you because the odds of him winning a challenge are isn't likely. So Bear is a good person to save. All right. So after the elimination, Wes barely beats out Bananas in the win. Maddie wins it for the ladies. When it comes to this unholy alliance with Wes and Bananas, these two are the worst motherfuckers at hiding this shit. Everybody kind of already knows at this point, or at least they know something is going on. Wes makes a big speech about, oh, I've done a whole lot of things, and, you know, I'll save Bananas, you know, kicking off the bucket list, which I'm pretty sure nobody is fucking buying at all. But <laughs> Wes goes ahead and saves Bananas. It's going to be Wes, Bananas, and Maddie and the Tribunal. Now, um, I'm a big fan of Johnny Bananas. I do like him. I'm an even bigger fan of Wes. Really, really love him. Uh, Maddie, I got to meet her down in Nashville, challenged me in their lives. She was dope as fuck. I'm still kind of on the fence about her. You know, cigarettes cost her a final. Hopefully, you know, she can bounce back. But um, at this point, I know we've never seen Bananas and Wes work together, but at this point, are we tired of seeing them suck each other off? Becky, are you tired of seeing Bananas and Wes? Yeah. Takashi Uh, 6'9 each other? We tired of this shit? No, I'm actually not. I'm very much enjoying it. I see you be Grizzly and Gabe. Y'all are talking up a storm in there. What up, man? Damn, I I wish I could be able to see him on here. Is he on YouTube or Facebook? He's on YouTube. Tell him I said what's up. We see you there, B Grizzly, and stop you. talking about Zach. We don't want to. We don't want to talk about that yet again. Zach. <laughs> well, he brought it up again. He said Zach and Jenna. So let's just let's stop that. We're not talking that. These allegations shall not be validated by Love War challenges. But anyway, uh, but um, so what's funny is Gabe is saying the only uh, one that Josh could win is the Crimea River challenge. Yo, that's so, a fact. That that honestly made me laugh and chuckle on the inside. You know what? While I was we might have to, to bring but... Gabe's problematic problematic ass on one of these episodes sooner or later. Fucking gold, apparently. 
he's hilarious. But anyway, uh, no, I am not sick of seeing them together because they are funny. I'm honestly kind of glad that now it's kind of out in the open. If anybody doubts that they're in an alliance now, they really need to get some their eyes and their heads checked. But I'm glad that they're out in the open now so they can be more openly like lovey-dovey and, you know. Are they better as enemies? Is the challenge losing something of having Bananas and West go at each other for this friendship? I mean, it's a nice trade-off, but wasn't it better with them as enemies? Isn't this getting tiresome? So I personally like them better as enemies, but going into the season, I really honestly, I hated that they were working together because I just, I didn't want to see it. But now that we're seeing it play out, I'm enjoying it. I like seeing how two masterminds are working together and playing the game the right way. They both are playing great social games and they're just dominating. And I think Wes saving Bananas was probably Wes's best move all season if he wanted to keep Bananas around. Because I think if he doesn't save him, Bananas is getting voted in today instead of Fessy. Reading this, but anyway, continue on with the show. So Fessy pretty much tells everybody that like he wants to go in. Now, Fessy is saying he wants to go in. Easy vote for a lot of people, but people are still voting Nelson. Do you guys think that this is the time for Fessy to finally speak up and get that camera time that he's been avoiding all season? I think that he's been playing it really low key all season. I am actually very happy that he stepped up and said, if you guys want to vote for me, vote for me, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to whip all you. So I'm really excited because he he asked to get it voted but at the same time he was like be careful if you vote for me be careful what you wish for (laughs) so like that's one of those things that i was like okay i'm kind of confused at your message right now so do you want to get voted in or not but um i'm not surprised that nelson got votes because nelson is being nelson and he's putting his foot in his mouth and he's fighting with everybody and he's just being an overall jackass idiot we're going to touch on that a little bit more in a moment antonio Fessy, do you think that this was a, I mean, we all know what happens at the end, but at the time, is this the time for him to step up? Oh, 100%. I think Fessy's frustrated. He's becoming so close to winning every challenge where he's realizing my chances of getting insulination are getting like less and less because the odds of someone like wanting to go against him is slim. No one's going to want to volunteer. No one's going to want to throw him in. So the only way to do it is to basically use reverse psychology in a way. Just say, just put me in. Because this is really the only chance he has to get in. And, you know, it worked. All right. How do you guys feel like Nelson played this nomination? Uh, once again, he, uh, he didn't really just take it on the chin. Had a lot of things to say. And he got, I mean, Kyle kicked it off. And he got systematically exposed. Now, he tried to play it up like oh, I make deals on a week-by-week basis, but apparently none of the people who he made deals with was alerted to this. Was this just something that was lost <laughs> in translation, or is, or did Nelson try to pull a West, only not doing it nearly as good? Becky, what do you think about how Nelson played this, played this nomination? I mean... He didn't technically lie to them because he didn't say their name that week. So by technical standards, you know, he's trying to rewrite history right now. Technically, he is correct. He did not make a promise past that week. But we all know what happens when you tell somebody, I won't say your name. 
That means I won't say your name for the game. You actually have to specify. I won't say your name. And even CT has said this in the past. He's like, what you got to do is you got to tell people I will take care of you until I can't take care of you anymore. That's kind of the prerequisite of what you would have to do. But it's a very Nelson dumb move that he's like, let me just try and twist this and make it not sound as bad. But he just made it sound so much worse. Antonio, how do you feel about the way that Nelson played this whole thing? All right. So I know it's early, but I think we have LWC's first award of the year for the stupidest gameplay of the year. And it goes to Nelson. Like his game is just like so stupid. You cannot go to every single person in the house and say, yeah, bro, I got you. You got me. Sounds he like a Western to me. No, but Wes does it differently. Wes, he won't do it to every person. He'll do it to a large group and then have other people do work for him and have his numbers go against each other when they need to. Nelson is just, you know, saying, I got everyone. And that's it. Nelson could have just aided himself and just would have could have played cool, but he literally exposed himself. Kyle exposed him and he just handled it the wrong way. It's his game is just not working out for him. Eventually, all these deals always come to light and people will speak up and say this. So he just made the mistake of, I guess, maybe just pulling an Anissa and trying to be a floater and be friends with everybody. And then they get exposed for being a floater and then get tossed out to the wolves. Other people can do it and skate by because they're a threat. Like a guy like Wes and a guy like CT can play the middle because they are they're a big threat no one wants to have a west or a ct target on their back nelson he really hasn't proven himself as that target yet so going against wilson isn't really a bad thing right now nelson is trying to play a smart game and i give him credit for that at least he's trying something different but his emotions is setting him back he can't play that kind of game because that kind of game is not him if anything Nelson needs to play more of a Jordan game. I don't have to work with you. You throw me into elimination. I'm going to come back and fuck you up. The problem with that is for Nelson, Nelson doesn't win enough dailies to get that kind of power. Yeah, he's good in eliminations, but you got to be good in eliminations and you got to have the power to throw people in, which is A, an alliance that he doesn't really have because he is becoming more and more unlikable. And he just, isn't able to pull off these kind of moves that are necessary to display that kind of power. Nelson needs to win more dailies and he needs to play a less scared game. All this teaming up with other people is working against him. And he could, he could really use for a good dose of just shut the fuck up sometimes. If he stops (laughs) talking as much, he won't be in as much trouble. There'll be so much less stress in him. He could have had one of the easiest games this season and he let his mouth fuck it up for him. In my opinion. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. We are totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I think he was playing a really good game in the beginning and then he started opening his mouth 
and he just sank his own battleship. So 100%. it's like one hundred percent. See, I feel bad for Corey though, because they're everyone knows they want Nelson and Corey are like this. So Corey's like Corey's playing a really good low key game. He's doing what he has to do, but Nelson is blowing up his ship because if Nelson's a target, Corey Corey's gonna follow him because you know they're one and two. I just feel bad for the guy. I don't know. I can see Corey tossing him to the wolves. <laughs> no, they're, they're friends outside of the game. Like, they're, no, they're, they're close friends. So oh, a million dollars? Because Corey just screams loyalty. No, I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> there's a difference between, like, friends and, like, friends. This is tea. Let me sip it. <laughs> no, because like, there's, like, friends like Bananas and Leroy. That like they will never they will never like personally go out of their way to screw each other over. And this you, you see this thing with Corey and Nelson. Corey might throw something so someone else might say Nelson's name, but Corey won't just willingly just turn on Nelson like that like easily like that. Well, I don't think it would be a willingly thing. I think it would be a last resort. There's nothing else I can do. I'm going I'm not gonna go down with him type of a situation. Like you ain't taking me down with you. This is a million dollars. I got a kid at home and my girl's pregnant. I'm not trying to trying to go home right now. You're fucking up my game. If that honestly though, I if that was the time to do it, I think he should have voted Nelson today during nominations. He could have just drew the line in the sand, played off like he's not with Nelson. Because Nelson was really going in. Oh, well, everybody knows. Bit. Corey's already pointed out that Nelson's his number one. But I Nelson has been a huge pain in the ass for him. It's almost time to drop him. In fact, that's a good question. Should Corey start considering dropping Nelson for being his number one due to his problematic behavior? He's going to have to. Huh. He has no I'm choice. showing here that B. Grizzly is telling us that Corey and Nelson actually were fighting uh, going into the challenge, but squashed it when they got onto the flight. The fuck were they fighting over? Honestly, though, I, I, don't, don't, think they, I don't think they had Ask a choice. <laughs> I think going into the season, the both of them, like they, they really didn't know much of the, they weren't on the good side of much of the cast besides Wes. Really, what are they, they fighting over? Who wears more baby oil in their fucking Instagram pictures? Like, no. who's a bigger fuck boy? <laughs> These are things. These are facts. But let's go ahead and move into club night. Game, <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. Before we move into club night, I want to talk about thechallengegear.com. As you can see now, I'm wearing my custom Gucci, Lovewood Challenges, New Jersey. You got LWC on the podcast, on the sleeve, MTV on the other. If you guys need custom challenge gear with your name on it for multiple seasons, uh, Chance vs. Stars 2018, Chance vs. Stars 2017, Classic Jerseys, Dirty 30, Vendettas, all of these jerseys you can get with your name on it. Just go visit thechallengegear.com. Put in your order. We also have um, Seasons jerseys from The Duel, Inferno 3, just so many, just everything you need for the Challenge Gear, we got you at thechallengegear.com. Let's go ahead and move on to Club Night. So we only got two major things that really stem for Club Night. The, the first thing is going to be Nelson versus Kyle. Now, Nelson really took to heart that Kyle called him out and really exposed him during the nomination. And he, and he really took that to heart. He, he feels all kinds of way about it. He decided to take his complaints to Melissa. Right now, Melissa and Kyle are like this. They are tight. So you pretty much bitch about somebody to 
I mean, Kyle is probably Melissa's number one in this game. So she doesn't have your side in this at all. And this leads into, this, this leads into a shoving match, something that Nelson has been in before. What do you guys make of the events that took place in the club between Nelson and Kyle? Whose side is you on? How could have this been played differently? Becky. I mean, I was just laughing at the attempt that Kyle did to bring the headbutt back. Like he was doing with Paul. I, th- I thought he kissed him. <laughs> like it looked him. like they were going to. Like they were looking like they were going to have a Theo Polly kiss type of a situation happening. So I don't know. It was honestly, I'm on neither of their sides because I think they're both tools in this situation. I know why Kyle outed Nelson just really to throw him under the bus and save himself. And Nelson is pissed off that his shit got blown up. So. I mean, they're both technically wrong because Kyle did it for his own purposes and Nelson's an idiot. So <laughs> I, I really facts. have I really have no, you know, skin in the game. So I really don't care. I'm on Melissa's side, uh, who had the most epic line of the night to go back to Dr. Phil. Uh oh yeah, that was epic. That, that was an epic line, and that's why I love Melissa. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. It was honestly, I'm just like, I was like, make out the entire time. Antonio, what do you make of the events that went down in the club between Nelson and Kyle? Oh, oh God. As someone once said, the audacity. Audacity. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Honestly, I could never find myself in a situation where I'm siding with him. I mean, it's episode after episode where he makes himself look worse. Kyle blew up his. Kyle did blow up Nelson's game, but that's part of the challenge. Every season, someone's game gets blown up, and we see it numerous times. This season, it just so happened to be Nelson because he's playing a very stupid game. He's not really looking at the strategy part. He's just trying to make alliances with everyone, and that's it. In a different different format, he could have probably skated by, but because and Nelson's just being a petty bitch. <laughs> And he honestly, he, he just doesn't really have like any right. Like to, I mean, yes, you can like can complain at Kyle, but uh, I don't know. I, I just can't side with him. No matter what I say, I'm not going to side with Nelson. A Tobias Jordan defender just basically said, "Can't I can just say that we are in an era where we went from CT sucker punching people to people kissing each other, basically." <laughs> These are facts. And- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Paulie to death, but yo, Paulie's right in there with him too. Is everybody kissing each other? And Wes is probably one of the most kissed people on the challenge this season. I don't know what's going on. Everybody wants to make out with Wes. I don't know if it's everybody the beard. Wants- it's, 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 it's definitely it's the bananas. beard, man. That's it. It's making, the beard is making Wes more likable because even I'm starting to like... You like. liking him because he's fa- he's friends <laughs> oh, with bananas. God. Stop it. No, I, no, I always respected Wes, but the, I'm I'm really enjoying his like comedy side of this season, like all the compared to other seasons in the past, and that's why it comes like I'm not, I I don't like Wes, but I'm understanding more of his gameplay this season compared to others. Let's go ahead and move on to part two of Club Night, and that's going to be. Uh, uh, Big T. Big T was probably a little bit inebriated. And I love Big T. I love the fact that Big T is a fan favorite and everybody likes her. She is so non-problematic. She wants to try hard. She gives her best. 
every single time. She um she came really close to winning this daily too. And oh, Big T has such a great energy about her. I love everything about Big T. Who's Big T? I I I know Big Savage. I don't know about Big T. <laughs> I was like, Savage. don't play this game. I'm not fucking with none of that. But Big T, I don't know. I, I guess she was drunk after the club. She was fumbling around, saying funny things. Um, but she ended up injuring her foot and she needed three stitches. Now, D from D over the course of the last couple of seasons has grown into a real, real savage. Even Kyle has come into his own, even though he hasn't seen the success that he's seen since Carver was so nice to drag him to a final over over the god Leroy. But what do you make of Big T's behavior after the club and needing three stitches? Antonio, kick it off. Uh, injuries on the challenge, you honestly, you just hate to see it because especially when it's like something like that, I mean, I guess it happens during like the challenge itself or, or any elimination. It's understandable because you're doing what you got to do, but a stupid drunk incident, uh, I, I got to suck. I mean, hopefully, we don't know. They didn't say what happens to her, right? Like, if she's... Well, she needed three no. stitches. There wasn't really... No, but I'm saying, like, her, her thing in the game, that wasn't... That they wasn't, haven't wasn't touched on that yet. So, like, yeah, honestly, I, I really do hope she's able to compete. I mean, three stitches, I mean, especially on your foot, it's got to be tough. Because, um, that's I mean, I had 19 on my hand, like, two summers ago, and that was a bitch. I, I can only imagine just sitting on my foot. How did you get that? Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I was playing softball. <laughs> I have a feeling that there's drinking oh, and drinking wait, 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 in the wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Real softball or slow-pitch softball? No, real softball. And, um, there was, like, um, I was playing the outfield. Because I, I, I'm a, normally a third baseman. I voluntarily wanted to play the outfield. Third so, base is a hard position, man. There's a lot on the line at third base. Yeah, I just voluntarily want to play left field. I don't because like the one of the power hitters was up, so I just, you know what? Let me just go back there. You know, so like there, there's like a fence, like a metal fence with like spikes like this. So the ball went over. I jumped, hand fell like this, came down weird on it, and then yeah, like and then I got stitches. That your hand fell? Yeah. Like that? No, like so I went to climb up <laughs> on my way down. I went like this. Like just I, I can't it, really, it's a green just, screen behind me. I can't really just, like, just show stop, you. Antonio, just well, like, stop. He's using it to whatever. make fun of you. Let's go ahead and move into the deliberations for the tribunal. Hey, am I going to be able to talk about Big T or are you just going to skip no. over me because you made Antonio tell a whole ass story yeah, no, that nobody so cared about? Long. All right, go ahead. You asked me your question. Well, yeah. <laughs> but drag it on. Go ahead, Becky. Big T, foot injury. What's your thoughts on that? I feel really bad for her. She was so drunk. And hearing her say, am I going to lose my foot? Like, are they going to take my foot? Like, it was just so First sad. swabs? That was my <laughs> shit. Swabs? That was my shit right there. <laughs> They said that in the chat too, but it's just like watching her just, I was like trying not to laugh. And at the same time, I felt so bad because she's so drunk and you just know that that's the reason why she's acting the way she is. And honestly, having Johnny really egg her on. And from what I heard, there was a whole part of that that was um, cut out. There was supposed to be an altercation between Maddie and Big T because Kyle had lied and said that it had been Maddie who made the comment about her not or whatever caused her to be like jump off of the of her bed. 
somebody said Maddie said it. So they supposedly were, she was getting in an argument with Maddie and they cut that scene completely out. Mm, that's the tea. On to these deliberations. What do you guys make of the tribunal choices? They picked Corey, Jordan, Kyle, and Bear. Are these the right choices for the tribunal to make? The tribunal consisting of Johnny Bananas, Wes, and Maddie? Are these the th- are these the four best choices to make to put up for elimination? I think so. I yeah. think it's a great choice of group of four. I think it really kind of also will put a fire under someone like Kyle, who's really been skating by. Uh, and Jordan obviously has been talking about wanting to go in. So, and he's obviously a big target because of the fact that he's really a down puppy right now. Uh, <laughs> Bear is just going to be comical. So I think, honestly, I didn't know if they were actually serious in the beginning when they pulled him in. I think they were just trying to freak him out. Well, it, so, it's a good throwaway. Yeah, right. So who was the other one? It was Bear, Kyle. Bear, Kyle, Jordan, Jordan. and uh, Bear and Corey. Corey. Oh, yeah, because I completely forgot about him. Uh, honestly, I think Corey, the reason why he was put in there was because of his history with Johnny Banana stemming from Dirty 30 and the hit list. That he originally did way back in the day. Great job, again, bad execution. Exactly. Uh, so Corey again was is was playing the game that Nelson is trying to play right now. Nelson did not learn from Corey's mistake. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they were all really great choices, and I think that at the end of the day, there was really no one else they could have chosen. All right, and Antonio. Yeah, I'm looking at this, not who they chose, but who they saved. There's only three male competitors that weren't nominated today. And that's Josh, who is Banana's like side piece. You have Swaggy, <laughs> who is Wes's side piece. And then you have Rogan, who ha- who's only male that has a red skull. So you don't really want to like... So Wes and Banana's both want at least one one of their pieces to the side in case you know something would happen. And Rogan won a red skull, so you'll give him the break on a double elimination day. Then you look at the four nominations. You can't go wrong. Kyle, you throw him there. You say it to Burnville, but you want to scare him just to see where his head's at. Because, you know, we know Kyle in the past. He can play a good social game, and no one knows where his head's at. Corey, he's Nelson's best friend. You want to make them think they're going against each other, because why the fuck not mess with their heads around a little bit? Uh, who else? Jordan, he wants to go in. He th- Jordan thinks he's working with bananas. If Give him what he wants. Make them happy. And who the fuck am I forgetting? Bear. Oh, Mr. Bear. TV Gold. <laughs> oh, man. No, Bear was the hardest one to see go up. But, you know, a Bear, I, you, I see it because I don't see any of the three other. Uh, I don't see Bear being saved over um, Rogan, Josh, or Swaggy. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie, and you're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Cara Maria. This is a shout-out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. Uh, for me, these four was the absolute best four voted into the tribunal. And this shows how smart Bananas and Wes is, especially working together, because this works in their favor so much. You got Corey, who is probably worth saving. And the way they played it, 
they played it in a way to bring him in at some point because he says, yo, you bring me in, give me that trust. I won't betray it. I know we got a fucked up history, but we're all trying to win this and you can trust me. Bear was just like, oh, oh my God, come on, guys. It, it, it was a rap for him from jump. I already knew just off of the way he played it. It was a rap. Kyle being a burn vote is a great idea just in case you don't want to piss anybody off, but he was going to end up being safe and Jordan wants to go in. And you got Fessy, who is a monster, but untested going in. And you got Nelson, who, despite what you want to say about him, is a elimination beast. So this is a win all the way across the board. In your guys' opinion, which one of the people voted into deliberation played it the best? Becky. I mean, out of the people that went in, honestly, Corey did. He played it the cleanest and he gave the most opportunity for them to be able to use him in the future. So I think that honestly, he was the one that played it best. The fact that Wes dragged the crap out of Kyle <laughs> was he had to beg for help. Yes. Banana, <laughs> save me help. That was great to watch. Great to watch. Honestly, Wes said everything. Everybody was thinking like, why are you here? You're really just useless. Uh, so I I was amused that entire time. But yeah, the only one that played it properly and honestly that I thought that he was going to make it without a vote was Corey. And Bananas, which one? Is... Okay. <laughs> well, Did you just shush your eyes? I think Jordan played it perfectly. I think... Because Bananas and Wes going into it had the mindset of, you know, throwing Jordan in. And I think Jordan just pretty much saying, yeah, I want to go in, made it so much easier for Bananas and Wes to not get any blood on their hands because like, they, they respect the game. Even though later on in the episode we see what it was, Jordan probably would have took his words back. But I think Jordan played it perfectly for his own sake of the game because he wanted to go in. But I think Corey said what needed to be said. Kyle was just hilarious. And then, well, Kyle and Bear both off the bat didn't want to go in, but Kyle was hilarious. Because he was so pathetic. Help. (laughs) Did you spill it up for a third time? Oh. Yes, he did. Gabe said, Gabe's so funny. Gabe said, Fessy could break my arm and I'd apologize. Bro, I just finished Big Brother 20 and I'm walking away out of that season with Fessy being my favorite cast member that season or house guest that season. Oh, congratulations. No, oh, shit. I just broke another hanger. Fuck. You always breaking something. <laughs> well, congratulations. <laughs> anyway, um, Corey is definitely worth saving and he definitely played it. The, I'm sorry. I'm cleaning up this liquor. I just spilled everywhere. <laughs> but like the third time today, um, he definitely played it the best. Um, He showed that he's worth saving. He's willing to give trust. Everybody else, fodder. Just complete fodder for purgatory, which is the next thing we're moving on to. So let's go ahead and move into purgatory. The alarm sound, it's time for purgatory. Everybody goes in, and then we see the thing that we love the most. We see a circular ring. We see the pole in the middle. And we know it's going to be Paul Russell. Now, as great as Hall Brawl is, which is an amazing thing, right behind Hall Brawl, one of the best physical eliminations is going to be Paul Russell. 
I just poured that into the wrong thing. Oh. Willie, yeah, you know Dave what? says you a mess, sis. <laughs> you be breaking hangers, spilling liquor. I broke <laughs> one hanger and I only spilled the liquor like three times. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I know we're doing a podcast right now, but uh, yeah, y'all just gonna have to wait. I'm making my drink. Okay. I was gonna say Tobias Jordan Defender wants to say that you need insurance because you're breaking everything. <laughs> insurance is needed. Let me tell you something. This is my house. This is my recording studio, and I do what I want. Is it your house or is it someone else's house? Because you know, according to okay, like, listen, Zach. Yes, it's it's my house, but I, I just pay the bills here. This is a girl's house. I have six daughters and a lovely wife, and they they run this shit. I get this little Mo recording does. area. This is my. So if and you break it. the house, you can just be like Jenna, be on the streets. <laughs> I'm not that much. Was it more of a Kayla thing? Well, Zach told Jenna on live TV. Mikey just did it without saying anything. Gabe says, "Stop being rude." I don't give a fuck. He wants... don't have to wait. Don't worry. When the podcast, no, no, out... he 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 wants you to share his your liquor. Wish he was here, bruh. Cause this shit is Liddy. Liddy fam. Ugh. Okay. Purgatory. So, <laughs> bananas and <laughs> bananas and Wes decide that they're not going to come down and uh, go against Fessy. And the coolest thing is when Bananas looks over to Wes and Wes is just like, <laughs> yep. And they put in Jordan. It is going to... <laughs> this is fucked up. It's going to be Jordan versus Fessy and Paul Russell. Now, not only is there a huge size difference, Jordan is somewhat handicapped. Somewhat. He, somewhat. He is. It's a fucking euphemism. Get over it. Anyway, <laughs> he has a handicap that is... Uh, <laughs> Jordan has won a lot of eliminations. That should not be won by a person with one hand. Ask Josh. The fact that they're putting him in the pole wrestle was that... I mean, I know they want to win. I know Jordan is great at just about everything. But was that kind of fucked up? No. On it's production? Not fucked up whatsoever. Uh, this isn't on production. This is on the tribunal. Was the tribunal fucked up for putting Jordan into a pole no. wrestle knowing his uh his handicap? No. It, honestly, when it comes to the challenge, you dig your own grave with stuff. And you know going into the season, you know what you're good at and what you're not at. If you have a disability or if you have a if you have any aspect of your game that you know it's not good, like whether it's a social game or whatever it is, you're going into each season with that. And you have to take it. And I'm going to say the same thing. Even when, like someone, someone that's injured like, during the season, you take it with you. So you're going to dig your own grave. I mean, I did feel bad for Jordan because it sucks to, you know, be in a situation. But you honestly, you can't blame Bananas and West. This is the one and only time to get Jordan out. And they took their shot. That's it. And Becky, was it fucked uh, up? B Grizzly actually took a point that I was about to say. So I'm going to give you some props here, B Grizzly, who basically said Johnny Bananas put in Kara with a broken <sighs> hand into it elimination. It wasn't just him. These now, are facts. That put him in. These so, are facts. And you know what? So, Props to Nani because she didn't want to do it, but she still allowed it to happen. Yeah, she still allowed it to happen. But anyway... So, honestly, if you put it down to it and you look at the competitors, out of all of them, if somebody who has one hand could do it, it would be Jordan. 
because Jordan is just that competitor. It honestly, if he might have won, if it wasn't against Fessy, if he was against Bear, he might have won that elimination. You never know. <laughs> no, <laughs> because no. Paul, Paul Russell is just one thing where you need two hands. You never know. I will never put it <sighs> against Jordan to win against odds. Now, I'm not going to say I, I most I'm, definitely would. I would say it's a 99% chance that he will lose, but there's that 1% chance that he might pull it through. I'm not saying that it would have happened, but maybe it could have happened. You never know. I think it was a little bit sad that they put Jordan against Fessy because he's so huge. I wish they would have put him against Bear. And then Nelson. I would have loved to see Bear get dragged all over the place you by mean Fessy. Because Nelson. Nelson was the other option. Let me tell you something. Ruben Nelson, not Bear. Bear was... Let me tell you something. When it comes to Jordan Safe. versus Fessy, I don't feel bad at all. Oh, I'm sorry. I messed him up. I'm sorry. Jordan said from jump, he wants to go in. I don't care against who. It's whatever. You know, it's game time. Jordan is with the shits. Uh, I'm not a big Jordan fan, but I'm a big fan of how Jordan plays his game. Jordan doesn't give a fuck who he has to go against. He doesn't give a fuck if it's King Kong Bundy, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin. You can put anybody in front of Jordan. Jordan is not afraid to go in at all. And I respect the mentality he has for that. That is awesome. That is one of the things I do like about him from such a incredibly unlikable person. He plays his game. He plays the game for keeps. And I respect that. I don't think Jordan would ever want anybody to consider his handicap uh, for putting him in. He said he wants to go in against whoever. They put him in against whoever. He didn't bitch about it. He didn't complain. He ponied up and it's time for and, and, and it's time to go. It's game time. I respect that about him. Now he got flung. <coughs> he got flung. It doesn't, it wasn't it doesn't even stop close. him. Fessy. Fessy fucked Jordan up. Jordan got fucked up. He threw him. He landed on his shoulder. And as soon as he landed on his shoulder, the fact that he didn't bounce up and that he went more into the sand, I already knew. That it was fucked up. Bananas pointed it out too. He's like, that's, it, it, it's a wrap. And as much as, as many championships as he won, as many eliminations that he won, that should not have been won by, per, by a person with one hand. I am totally fine with watching him getting dragged and fucked up by Fessy. No problem whatsoever. Because I'm telling you, he doesn't have a problem with that. And I respect the fact that he went, even after he got dropped on the shoulder and he was injured, I respect it. I respect it highly. But I loved every second of it. Every second of it. <laughs> Becky. Now, I got to say real quick, he is still, as Wes said, a grade A, 100% prick. And I can't stand him. The only reason I give him any benefit of the doubt is really honestly for the dear Tyler, who is not here, who has convinced me to just try and focus on the competitiveness of this very nasty man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I honestly, I felt bad for him for about two minutes. And then I remembered everything he's ever did. And I'm like, okay, flip him around, drag him all around. I just wish it lasted longer because I wish, I only wish that Turbo would have gotten the opportunity to do this last season. That's a good question. Turbo versus Jordan and Paul Russell. Who would have won? We'll come to that in a minute. Antonio, Jordan uh, getting flung. How did it make you feel? Make you feel good? I felt. Make you feel like a man? Uh, 
Oh, the first round, like before he hurt his arm, I didn't really feel bad because he dug his own grave. But just seeing him like fight, just even like, get a good grip, like that's when you feel bad because like you hate to see someone like go out that way. Like I'm okay with it. Even the same, even the same thing with car and free agents, which you had the cast in her hand trying to punch that wall. You feel bad because they played a good game up until that point, and an injury took them out. And the same thing with like other, like even like even a lot of people hate him. Chet when he cut his chin open. Yes, I hate him for quitting because of his fucking chin. But is that the best argument? Come on, fam. I was gonna say yeah. He's he stopped. He quit. No, I'm saying if Jordan if didn't Chet, quit. No, if Chet um continued, that's when like you feel bad. But because he quit, it's like it's hard. But other than that, like when someone loses and they and when they keep trying after being hurt, that's when you feel bad for them, and you can't hate Jordan for continuing <laughs> to try. I can hate whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> Be Grizzly, you're killing me in this chat right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, Gabe said Jordan is the type of person you see in Target without a mask on, and then B. Grizzly <laughs> stated, "Haha, no mask," and wearing his homeless clothing line. <laughs> <laughs> Dude looks homeless in each episode, and I think it's by design. <laughs> well, the boy Jordan, his uh, his season is over. It's a wrap. He got flung by Fessy. Flung by Fessy, the new line coming from LWC Podcast. Make sure you check it out. <laughs> but he got flung. It's a wrap on Jordan. His game is over. Honestly, like the tears from Jordan were, I think, a bit much. But honestly, when was the last time we've seen Jordan leave during the season? That's not a final. Free agents? Free agents where he lost the bananas because he had a big fucking head. But I'm saying, but that's really it. Jordan hasn't been eliminated at all at any point since free agents. So, and I think at that point he was cocky. This, his body took him out. And I think seeing an emotional side of Jordan... I think it's only going to break him down in future seasons. I think him crying <laughs> shows that he's vulnerable. And I think every cast member is going to eat him up on it in future seasons. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What's good? Uh, how's it going? This is uh, Derek. Derek Kaczynski. So this is Paulie. You're listening to Love War Challenges. What up, Malik? This is Car Maria. This is a shout out to the Love War and Challenges podcast. You're totally awesome. Love War Challenges. For anyone listening to this, they're at LWC Podcast. World's most dangerous podcast. I disagree with you there. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jordan. I'm happy he lost. I'm happy he lost in the fashion that he did, that he got he got flung. He got flung by Fessy. <laughs> Fessy fucked him up. He got fucked up. But <laughs> Jordan is still a great competitor. As a fan of the challenge, I love watching that. I love I love the way he approaches the game. So I can't wait to see him again next season. Hopefully he gets flung by somebody even bigger. <laughs> Let's go ahead and Is that possible? Like, who's bigger than Fessy? That's an option. Hey, maybe the challenge to find somebody. What's the name of that big uh the big meathead motherfuckers from X on the Beach? Which one? No <laughs> there was two show. of them. One of them was dating somebody named like Elena or something like that. And there was the other guy dating the uh the uh trans person Which season? by Cara. I don't know, the one before X on the Peak. Which I didn't watch at all. Oh, no. Well, if you're talking about the trans person, then you're thinking X on the Peak. Are you thinking about... Um... No, no, X on the Beach. There's two big guys. 
one person was from like the bachelor or big brother and the other person was from who the fuck knows i don't know who you're talking about check the comments if they probably know somebody uh, knows i don't see anything let's go ahead and move on to nelson versus bear oh jeez. now listen say what you oh, want about Lord. nelson he's an elimination beast uh i'm glad billy that bear relich put up billy you said what billy billy relich i think he was uh wasn't he yeah 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 billy I, I don't know his last name, but yeah, he's definitely one of them. He was so cool. He was too good for X on the Beach. He really was. Chad Johnson. I do oh. know who Chad is, but Chad isn't the other person I'm thinking of. Chad isn't. Sorry, Chad this Johnson, is just people Chad that are coming through on the oh, chat. Oh, you know what? But Chad was fucking huge too. Bring him in. Him and both of those guys would be great for the challenge. He's a psycho. He's isn't a, Chad who Johnson, on the challenge Chad isn't a psycho. Let me tell you who isn't a psycho in the challenge. Casey. How much camera time has she gotten? Mark from Big Brother. <laughs> Mark. Thank you. Thank you, Tobias. Thanks, bro. Let's go ahead and move on to Nelson versus Bear. Now, I do like Bear. I do think he'll try hard, but he's going against Elimination Beast Nelson, who is what? Eight, two, and one at this point, or something like that? Or seven, two, and yeah, one? I have I no idea. idea what his record is, but it's almost immaculate. It is. It is better than CT's. Both I mean, CT better than a like, lot of these challenges. Better than a lot of people. Better than Kara's. Well, he hasn't been in as many eliminations as Kara. Don't try and bring Kara to She's been in 20. But if you double the eliminations that he has now, probably. But, but I'm not here to dump on nobody. <laughs> I'm just saying it's good. Bear did put up a fight. He tried hard. But Nelson hardly broke a sweat. Bear's season is over. We don't know when we're going to see him next. What do you guys make of this second elimination between Bear and Nelson? What was your favorite part? Parts? You don't think Bear tried? He did not look like he cared at all. It looked like he was maybe, trying his little heart out. Maybe he got blindsided. So I don't know. To me, it looked like he was like, ah. I don't know how he got blindsided. Because <laughs> Kyle definitely wasn't going in and Nelson was going to be 50-50. He should have been prepared. I mean, the, Honestly, Bear's never I'm been bear. in something like this, though, like a pole wrestle. Nelson's been longer, so he knows West. more about a that pole wrestle. That was pretty physical, but he he wasn't doing it properly. You saw Nelson. Nelson was ready. Nelson went low. Nelson immediately knew what he needed to do to win this elimination. So Bear was completely blindsided by the fact that he had no idea how he was going to win this. That's where seasoned veterans come in and whoop new people's butts you're, because they're you're 100 right people who have seen the challenge they know what to expect when it comes to this elimination nelson was able to get inside control he was able to pull it away from his center body mass bear had no chance at winning this antonio what's your what's your opinion about how this elimination played out between bear and nelson so i do think bear was blindsided because after seeing jordan get getting on voted in in my head, I'm thinking, okay, it has to be Corey because why wouldn't you want to put the two best friends against each other? Because Corey to is worth that target? saving. And if you save Corey, Nelson is going to be along the ride with you. Yeah, but if I'm Bananas or Wes, I would rather go, go up against Bear than Nelson. Well, actually, no, Wes might not want to go up against Bear because Bear beat him. But these are facts. While Wes was but, sick. <laughs> But but the thing is though, when you when you see a duo, you always want them going against each other. 
Like, you always rather see two best friends going and getting rid of this one of their numbers because that's the way it is. Because if you can keep, if you get rid of Nelson or Corey, that other person is on a wild card you can bring towards your side. If they're both still there, they're both going to work for each other. And Bear, Bear is not loyal to anyone except for Kayla right now. That's pretty much it. So uh, I just think it's a bad call. I would I personally would have with Corey just to see Corey and Nelson go at it. It would have been more interesting than both of them kicking a soccer ball on fire. Oh, shit. So, yeah, these are facts. Elimination. Well, I, I honestly, I, I think they, I think Maddie and Wes dropped the ball on this one. They should do it with Corey. Well, I mean, Corey did make the best plea during the tribunal. He made more offers to them that at the end of the day, in the long run, is worth it to keep him around. That's why I think they didn't choose him because he was the best politically while he was in that tribunal. Honestly, I think if Bear wasn't sleeping with Kayla, Maddie would have saved Bear. Maddie just uh, straight out said, you're with the Holy Trinity. I'm not with them. You're not on my side. I think that's what really came down to. I think if Bear was, you know, fucking any other girl this season, he would have been safe. He was too busy trying to waylay Kayla rather than trying to make alliances with other females in the house. But that's so not Bear's that's game, his though. Own that, that's, not exactly, that's not exactly a, a bad move on his part. But after the elimination, Josh was talking to Swaggy. Swaggy let off a little bit of information. He's like, yeah, Wes was always going to go this way. And Josh, the fucking idiot that he is, was able to deduce that Swaggy and Wes was working together. And Josh, being the bitch that he is, instead of targeting Wes, decides to target Swaggy coming up in the future. What do you guys make so mad. of Josh deducing this information and going after Swaggy? Is it a bitch move? The, uh, for instead of going against Wes to go against Wes's support system or should he have gone against the main man himself? Becky. He's just mad because... He's big mad. Because so, so, Swaggy, in his mind, Swaggy's big brother and Swaggy's supposed to be on his team and Wes is the enemy to, to him. Even though Wes is not worried about Josh. No one's Wash- worried about Josh. Josh Nobody is, cares about you, Josh. Josh's mother isn't even worried about Josh. She's like, he's good. He's all right. He's, he's straight. Nobody's worried about you, Josh, and especially not Wes. So he's just mad that Swaggy picked a better alliance and is getting him further. At the end of the day, I don't think Swaggy has anything to worry about because it's not like, you know, his ass can win anything. So... I don't think that there's going to be any way that he's going to be able to make this happen because he's just over here big mad looking stupid. I think at the end of the day, Swaggy is going to come out just fine. Antonio. So the way I'm looking at it is Josh isn't going to win any challenge anytime soon with this this male cast. He is in the bottom of the group, I would say. he. There's so many stronger male competitors this season compared to him. I think, though, Josh is playing it smart because he's drawing a target to other people that's not himself. If you think about it, if he's telling people that, oh, Wes and Swaggy are together, Wes only told Swaggy that, you know, he's sending Bear in, that's going to put that's gonna like, put into the minds, oh, shit, Swaggy, who might be with me, is now with Wes, and we don't know where he stands. And that can buy Josh another week or so. 
And so I think he's playing it smart. He's not putting attention on himself. I mean, yes, he's he's the one saying it, but you rather go after the for sure alliance than the word spreader. But if Josh is telling on people, doesn't that make him a snitch? Isn't that Josh 6ix9ine? Well, <laughs> Wes said it before right. that he is not going to go after Josh because there's other people to go after. Swaggy and Bailey, on the other hand, because they're together, I'm going to say they're a group. They're going to just play their own game. <laughs> they're, they're a couple, but okay. Yeah, I'm saying like they're they're gonna play they're gonna play the game as like themselves like as a as one as a yeah, I got you. They're, yeah they're not gonna play the game for each like for the like separate selves so they're gonna do what's best for themselves regardless if Josh is on their side or not because they're looking out for each other so I that's why I think Josh is playing it perfectly he's putting targets on other people what's what straight up said yeah Josh you suck you can say whatever the fuck you want I will not come after you so Josh is having a just a Joy ride, he can say what he wants, and that's it. Thank you for your opinion. Go ahead and throw that away from me. Becky? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> B. Grizzly said here, uh, something I was looking at here, Swag- Swaggy has already done more this season than Josh has done in this whole challenge career. These are no, facts. That's not true. <laughs> Very true. Josh, made a f- Josh had a fight with Ashley Kane that lasted an episode. <laughs> Josh tried fucking Amanda. Who did Swaggy try to fuck? No one. His wife? (laughs) No, he did. Not try. I said who who he tried to fuck. That's right. Who he He did fuck. He succeeded. Listen. He succeeded where Josh failed. And this speaks, this speaks (laughs) to the whole industry. This speaks to everything, everything that Big Brother is. You let Josh win Big Brother. I would never watch that show ever again in my life. I tried. Swaggy was second boot. Exactly. Why? Because Big Brother is incredibly racist. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let, let, me, let me rephrase that a little bit less problematic. <clears throat> Big Brother is racist as fuck. <laughs> I'm glad we was able to clear that up. But Tobias actually put out a question here that I actually want to pose to you, uh, Malik. Tobias, Jordan Defender, said that Swaggy gives him low-key Natalie uh, Negrati vibes. Someone who's great at dailies, but would be terrible at eliminations. Is Swaggy talking about? Yeah, they're saying that Swaggy is, he says Swaggy is giving him Natalie vibes, that he may not be the best at eliminations. Natalie has bested Johnny Bananas in an elimination. Not to mention, there's also that elimination between Colin Brad, which was just a amazing feat that Natalie was able to pull off. Natalie's underrated as fuck, and I miss her. She would be great on the challenge, especially during the these days. The only reason, I think the only reason they didn't win uh, was because she got lost. It, I, I think 100%. I think it's a much closer fight afterwards. Big respect for Natalie. Got a lot of love for Natalie. I can't wait until she comes back to the challenge. Um, if I had it, but I do no. think Natalie. It, Natalie's definitely underrated. I'm sorry. W- w- what else was said? A hundred percent. That Natalie. Uh, go ahead. No, he didn't give a percentage. He just said that he he just feels like he's not going to be very good at eliminations. Swaggy, I don't know. Swaggy is untested. We don't know how he's going to do in eliminations. He has done kind of okay. He has done okay in the dailies. He got himself into the tribunal 
multiple times, either by himself or through his wife. He is, he's done pretty well so far, but he is untested. People who do well in dailies doesn't mean they're going to do well in eliminations. So I wouldn't go against that 100%. We have to see what he's able to do in elimination. Also, it depends on the kind of elimination that we get, but I can't, I can't knock what he's saying. He's untested. I, if I were to compare Swaggy with someone, it would be the nicer version of Zach. I think because I, I don't think Swaggy is all that in challenges. And I, I don't, I, I don't think we great eliminations. And Zach is a good mid tier player. And I think that's what Swaggy will always be. They both have big enough personalities. I mean, Zach mistreats women that's why i said swaggy would be the opposite because swaggy appreciates his wife king. no yeah i've seen big brother they're they're great swaggy's a great guy overall a complete opposite personality of zach but i think their gameplay and their strategies and the way they play the game is very similar all right that is going to do it for us season 35 episode 8 one hell of a ride Thank you guys for kicking it with us. Sorry the chat isn't working well. We're going to have it up by next week. Hopefully there was no lag. We have done we have done a whole lot to make sure that this rolls smoothly. Once again, visit us at shop.lwcpodcast for all of your Love War Challenges gear. Make sure you visit thechallengegear.com for all of your custom Gucci, Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Total Madness jerseys, cups, stickers, skateboards, duvets, anything you need that has your name on it from the challenge, we can provide. We got you guys. Also, I know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy <laughs> that knows a guy that knows Takashi 69 who will give you all of the challenge seasons available. Just go ahead and hop in my DM. We will make those available to you. Thank you guys for kicking with us. Thank you guys for listening to us. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Big love to everybody except for Josh. (laughs) Bananas, close us out. (laughs) I was waiting for that. No lag, by the way. We're fantastic. No lag. Oh, I know. All right. Another great episode of Podsters. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you stay updated by following us on Twitter and Instagram at LWC Podcast. Join us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash lovewarchallenges. Join our discussions on Reddit under the challenge subreddit at LWC Podcast. Also, check out our website at lwcpodcast.com. Make sure when you listen to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube, give us five stars, give us a great review, and most importantly, subscribe. Have a great day, Podsters. Peace.